so let's move seamlessly now. Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity treatment. M-O-L-M-M. That feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, that's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto-tune that, put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. All right. (laughs) Six hours later. Y'all done got diggly (laughs) tiny. Welcome to Men of Low Moral Fiber, the show where we play a bunch of different games every month now, I guess. I really don't know what to expect, but we're keeping you on our toes. We're keeping you on our toes. Moving on. Get on my toes. Uh, We're like an issue of GamePro (laughs) with all the nostalgia and none of the cheesy artwork or hate mail. Okay, some of the hate mail. My kid just walked into the office. This is a great intro so far. What's up, girl? Yes. Crushing it. So, some Again. hate mail. Anyway, I'm your host, Ben Helms. And with me, as always, is my big brother and co-host, the maidenless astrologizing rune farmer himself, Jason Helms. How's it going, man? Come to find the Elden Ring, have you? There's oh. no shame in it. Oh. Um, maidenless. Maidenless. <laughs> Truly maidenless behavior. What's the what's the male version of a maiden? Maid. Madden? Amandon. Amandon. Yeah. A wizard. A Mandon. You're Mandonless. Uh, and no Mumph pod would be complete. Which, by the way, that's that's what you call a group of Mumph. A collection of Mumph is a pod. A Mumph pod. Uh, <sighs> no Mumph pod would be complete without a resident hardcore gamer, Corrigan Vaughn. I'm in the pod. I like it. You're in the pod. We are a pod we together. Are yes, a pod. like Voltron. <gasps> I am, I'm Whenever a three giant of us are gathered, <laughs> where, right. where two or more in gathered are gathered in Mom's name. That's where the pod shall be. That's where the pod shall oh, be. Oh man! So welcome, welcome. Uh, we're doing another weird episode. I think we said, "Hey, we're gonna play Norco next month." That kind of happened. This isn't going to be like a standard episode like it used to be. Where it's like, hey, here's the background of Norco. Here's the gameplay of Norco. Here's the drink and the beer and all that of the drink and the beer. That's the new segment. What's the drink? Uh, what's the beer? Uh, it was a beer. long month. What's the beer? Ooh. What's the drink? What's the beer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the alcohol? No music allowed. What's the cocktail? <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be another kind of amalgamation episode. Uh, but also, I, mean, I think it was like four years ago now when uh, maybe pre-Cory, we had an episode where we're like, hey, we're readjusting, or I guess we're adjusting month. We're not just going to do games made in 1987 <laughs> to like 1993. We're actually occasionally going to play new ones. And I think maybe the thing that sparked that was a Thimbleweed Park. And we're like, hey, this is a new game, but it's made by old people that played our old games. So let's change the rules. So, hey, revisiting that. We're changing the rules again. And we're kind of loosening the structure a little bit. We've had the conversation like three times. We're going to do it again on the pod, basically for me, so I can understand what the structures are. Why are you letting them see behind the curtain? This is a unique conversation that has never happened before. This is the first time. I just want to say (laughs) new games for old people is a great slogan. Isn't it? I really like that. I'm glad that you latched onto that. And we could also do side quests where we play LucasArts games with our kids, and that would be old games for new people. I can't wait to show my kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you have like nieces and nephews and stuff, okay? I'm referring to kids as new people from now on. Yes, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Small versions of adults. Uh, so yes, basically the structure, I, I need structure, right? That's my go-to is like, I love the idea that it's like, hey, by the 22nd of every month, this game has to be done do research for a couple days, and then we do the pod. That works for me in my, like, tightly constructed brain. Like, nothing is out of order. That works. Jason's idea 
if you look at his desk now, there's 3,000 books that are all like open and he's reading all of them simultaneously and then like doing book reports on half of them at the same time. <laughs> he's always playing 12 games and he's constantly doing research, not even for the pod. And then Corey's doing three other pods at one time. <laughs> and I don't know, she can't play certain games. Some of them start smoking when she starts to play them and that she can't, she doesn't know ahead of time. So she shows up and she's like, I beat these three other games, but I didn't play the game we were supposed to play. So we all have different headspaces. I'm going to stop monologuing. But what are the new rules? <laughs> so it's a real Goldilocks sort of situation here. It really is. And, and let me let me jump in just real quick. Today is not the Norco episode. There you go. There may be a Norco episode in the future, but we will get into, I think after we talk about what are the rules, we're going to get into like, what has this month been like for everyone? And do a quick check in. Mm. And as we get into that, I think you'll realize why this is not a Norco episode, why no one had time or energy or anything, because it's been a rough month uh, all around. So, um, no, I, I think that that covers a lot of it. Uh, I think this is mostly Corey's idea, but I, I think the real switch will be from um, we are going to absolutely research this game, understand everything about it. All of us will and we'll be responsible for different parts and we're all going to play the game fully and have an opinion to just Here's a game. Your job is to play as much of it as you'd like over the next month. Because we found that it was a... It sounds bad to say one game a, a month is, like, a lot to do. And often <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, but if if you pick... If you want to pick uh, Elden Ring for that month, mm. man, that's going to be a busy month. Uh, and it kept us from picking some games, like Disco Elysium, where it's like, we'll never do that because it's so long and so involved we won't do that. Or if you want to pick a game in the same month that I'm playing Elden Ring, <laughs> right. that doesn't that just doesn't work out. Too. Exactly, yeah, you know? not going to be conducive Either to way. your schedule. Yeah, exactly. So, so this will be more like we'll we'll rotate. Everybody pick a game, um, and other people will play that game. Right, that will be the game of the month. But the podcast will not just be about that game. We'll kind of hang out. We'll chat. We'll keep it going. One of us will probably complete it. Whoever chose that game, probably. Right. That's their jam. That's why they did it. But they even they don't have to. Sometimes we make a bad call. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you start playing and you're like, oh, this isn't what I wanted. My bad. Now we don't have to find a new game. We just say that on the podcast. We're like, you know what? It's fine. It just wasn't for me. And it's almost like the the game of the month section is going to maybe get a little smaller right. time-wise. I'm looking at my visual timeline right now. <laughs> and the what else we've been playing will go from three to five minutes to maybe like 15 or 20 to 45 minutes if we're yeah. just talking about if we all played a bunch of different games that we're digging a lot and... Yeah, so it'll still be similar month episodes, but just like slightly different sections, I guess. And I like this idea of being able to come on here and instead of sort of having done something to completion that honestly, we've probably rushed and maybe don't enjoy the way that we should have or things like that. Yeah. Being able to just say to you all out there, you know, I will keep playing this or I won't keep playing this and yeah. why, which I think maybe yeah. is more useful to people in whether or not they're actually going to play yeah. a game than listening to us talk through the entire thing. You know, is it worth is it worth your time? Especially because it, it, it definitely when we all finish it, there's a part of us that's like, oh, we have to tell people like we have to extol the virtues of this game. <laughs> when really, if none of us loved it, we don't have to. If we're just like, yeah, we started it. It wasn't great. Whatever. Play it if you want to. But mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like we can be more honest that way, too. Yes. Not that we weren't being honest, but, you know, we don't have to, like, pretend to, like, make up things to like about it. <laughs> I, I'm so psyched to talk about just all the other things I've been playing and yeah. all the other things going on and just books I'm reading, books you're reading. Uh, if uh, That was for Corey. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. I think everyone knows that. 
Yeah, come on. Um, Just beads of sweat as you said that to me <laughs> down my forehead. Uh, yes. Uh, the other thing we're going to try and do is uh, start Twitch streaming. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. One thing we found out with uh, Norco is uh, Corey's computer can't run it. Can't it's those, it. those fancy point-and-click graphics uh, that definitely look huh. like they're from 1992, but yeah. are still demanding on a computer from 1993 mm-hmm. or whatever it's from. I don't know. <laughs> My Apple IIe just cannot run it. It's such huh. a, it's a huge problem. Oh, huh. uh, so so I'm gonna Twitch stream some Norco with Corey at some point in the next eh, eh. monthish. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, and we'll announce that and put that up. But we always put the recordings up as well, uh, so you can see that. We'll talk about potentially putting the Twitch streams into the podcast feed as well. Uh, just clipping the audio from it and putting it in there. That audio may or may not be great. Right, a lot of <laughs> Twitch streams is just. Yeah, so so what did that do? Did that do it? No? All right. <laughs> It'll be like riff tracks. You just put it on yeah. and play yeah. it. <laughs> Without a movie. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, we'll tell you what movie you should play our Twitch stream audio over. Oh, there you oh, go. Wow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it purely based on time. We just we just need to find something that's the exact length of our oh, Twitch stream. Oh, I like that idea. That's actually. it. It's the, that's old, the only thing yeah. we do. What is it? The Wall and uh, Wizard of Oz kind of situation. Dark Side of the Moon. Dark Side, uh, Dark of, the side of the Moon. That I was, was trying it. to find it. Yeah, yes. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, good stuff. Um, yeah, that's the plan. So I, I guess, does that sound like a good structure, Ben? I think we've been meaning to do this for a while, but also the fact that this was going to be our Norco episode and this month just went to shit for all of us <laughs> for all sorts of reasons. I think, Jason, you mostly so with yes. travel and sickness and just like that stuff. I was traveling as well, and so... Just busyness was just like, hey, let's let's do the thing we've been meaning to do. Let's just do it this month. Yep, because it works for us, and we'll get to Norco eventually. So yeah, we tried to do right before I left for my month long road trip. We we did a hey, what if since Jason's gone for a month and can't record, what if we scrambled and did Norco in like forty eight hours, <laughs> and then all recorded <laughs> smart. And I started that process and it was about an hour into it that I think I got a text from one of you saying like, you know what, though? Maybe not. Maybe we don't do that, though, as a thought. Yeah. No. (laughs) Which is another good reason why we switch, because we've definitely done it in the past. I think I beat one of the Monkey Islands in like two days right (laughs) before we recorded where it's like, that's not the way to play these games. No. Absolutely zero time to like think about any of the puzzles. It's yeah, just exactly. Click, click, click. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you're you're speed running the game for the first time. <laughs> Not a fun way to do it. Hard pass. So hopefully, hopefully we'll enjoy playing these games more. We'll play more games because of it. Yeah, with yep. the way that I've been playing Psychonauts, which we'll talk about clearly, that <gasps> would be impossible for me to do. <laughs> you're playing Psychonauts right now. I am playing Psychonauts right now. Oh, okay. We're, go- we're moving on to what are we playing? Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> right. I went on a month long road trip. Uh, it ended with COVID. It was awful. <laughs> Uh, don't worry my covid wasn't awful we're doing okay everybody's health is fine it's just that's just a sucky way to end your road trip would have been worse if it was how you started your road trip that's true that's because that would have ended things quickly oh that's Mm -hmm. true yeah Um, turn around also i hear you listener thinking wow month-long road trip you got covid who could have thought that (laughs) something like that could happen especially when you were doing risky behaviors like going to disneyland for a week uh, going to a baseball game. You went to Disneyland for a week? Oh, yeah. A week. Oh, I'll Christ. tell you all about Even that. Corey is <laughs> skeptical yeah. that that's a good idea. Yeah. Wow. Corey went on a, like a weekly basis for 10 years. <laughs> this is from someone who went every Friday for a decade. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, back to back to back to back. Especially when you find lot, out yeah. that your kids don't like rides. Oh, oh. yeah. 
just out on that concept. Somewhere in Disneyland when yeah. the kids don't like rides. Uh, but despite all of that, still pretty sure the way that we got COVID was a uh, small dinner party with us and another family who is also fairly cautious about COVID, wears masks, does all that stuff. Um, and so it was like, wow, we did all the stupid stuff. Yeah, and it I mean, wasn't even that that gave it to us. No, of course not. It was not. the fact that, that our, our friends have a kid who just started preschool. And so yeah. there you go. That Fuck seems to be kids. a common way too. Like I'm seeing a lot of friends yeah. who is just like, "What am I supposed to do? My kid has to go to school," and they yep. come back and they give the family COVID. Yep. I'm so panicked right now because like I'm supposed to be going to England in two weeks, and like this mm. is that like I have nothing planned for that time between. I'm I might see my friend Amy in that time, but like other than that, I'm like I have nothing. Not your co-host? No, before then. Before before going before to England. Before then. Got it, got it. Yes. <laughs> before Sorry. going to England, uh I might see my friend Amy who's coming out here from Seattle. But like I have Ooh, no, no plans at all. I'm like I'm just like yeah. hunkering down, all that kind of stuff because that is I'm gonna be so mad if I've been waiting for this trip got cancelled it was August of 2020 that we were supposed to go for the Pokemon World term- tournament that uh, my husband is working. And now we're finally going to get to go. I get to go to my friend Sam's birthday party. The timing worked out really great. Like, everything is awesome. So now I'm just like, like, if people look at you wrong, it feels like you get COVID right now. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, let me just say your your friend, Amy, who I'm sure is very cautious, very She's safe. All of that. Safe. I don't trust her. You are only talking to her outdoors. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. the, the thing like, is, she's like, not coming into your home. So her husband is. Do you know who Danny Bonaducci is? I do. Yeah, it's Danny Bonaducci. And he's like, very... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Danny Bonaducci's assistant. Did you just say her husband is Danny Bonaducci? <laughs> her husband is Danny Bonaducci. Yes. What? And he has an interview out here for a TV show. But he's like, he's got like a mystery ailment right now. So they're being extremely cautious, which is why she's like one of the few people on Earth that I'm like, she's going to be at least mostly safe to be around. <laughs> So this is a, this is the new show. This is the new show. Is Corey? Tell us how did you come to know Mrs. Danny Bonaduce? <laughs> this was it was like so. You remember like eight or nine years ago when I wrote that one article that went like super viral? Yeah. About Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. No. I wrote an article about Philip Seymour Hoffman and like millions of. You wrote a video article. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I yeah, don't know. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. How would I know? Uh, all your Facebook friends read it, Words. I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> it was everywhere. Um, right. And um, she had read it and followed me on Twitter, and then we just became friends over the years. Uh, so, yeah, I've known her for wow. a while as a result of that. Um, and, yeah, they're coming wow. out here. So That's awesome. Yeah, it should be fun, but I just really don't want to get COVID. Nice. It's on HuffPo? That's the one, yeah. Okay, I'm going to read it right now. Is uh, have you have you met Danny? Is he chill? I have not met Danny yet. No, because okay. like a good chunk of the, I mean, with COVID and all that kind of stuff, just yeah. have not actually gotten a chance to to meet up. We were going to meet up in Philly last year and then it was way too hot. <laughs> so yeah. that was literally the entire reason. Just like it's just too hot to like see other humans. So I think I read this when you posted it. Yeah. and I didn't think that I didn't realize you wrote it. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. This definitely yeah. seems familiar. Okay, yeah. Good, good times, good times. All right, more questions for Corey, not Danny, Danny Bonaduce related. Yes. Oh, okay. Psychonauts? Psychonauts! 
it finally went on sale. Tell us. Is it, ben, is that okay that, that we're moving forward? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I want to talk about Philip Seymour Hoffman for a bit, but that's fine. <laughs> I want to talk about the, the San Francisco Marathon, but we can't. There's no time. Oh, my God. We have to talk about Psychonauts, <laughs> and then we'll talk I about I was about to do this thing. So you both know my dear friend Kristen Latterell. Uh, yes, And she, there is apparently a song in the movie SWAT, which I know Ben and I saw that in the theater. Yeah, but we did. We did see that in the theater, but it was <laughs> I think entirely I unmemorable. I don't know. Maybe it was all. I wonder if yeah. I went with you. Yeah, it could have been all of us. Is that a Colin Farrell jam? It is a Colin Farrell jam. It is Jeremy nice. Renner. Like before we knew who Jeremy yeah, Renner was. Really. Um, so of course, Kristen loves this movie, and there is yeah, a song course. in it that someone goes like, "Time is running out," and no one has ever heard this, but she constantly references it. And for a long time, we were convinced she was like singing something wrong. Like the time she yeah. attempted to sing uh, the, you know, they paved paradise and put up a parking lot and to a completely different tune. She was like, you know, like that song that's like, there's a parking lot where heaven was or something like that. Like, so we were like, there's no, there's no time is running out song. She did finally find it recently and proved like, yes, there is some weird song from SWAT where someone goes, time is running out. All that to say, I was just about to like, when you were like, we have no time. I was like, oh no, my brain just went to that song she just made up. Well, I think we know Corey's song, Ben. (laughs) That's my song. Is that what you just linked to, Ben? Yeah. It's the one minute mark he says it. (laughs) Um, Wow, you you not only found it, you also... Oh, I did the YouTube thing. Well, there's some rule. It's like Murphy's Law or whatever where you... What? I don't know. Yeah, I always forget to like link to the exact time in the YouTube. I was I was trying to... I was acting quick. Wait, what was the... What's the rule of YouTube? You skip 30 seconds if it's a six minute or less video. You skip a minute if it's a 10 minute or more video just to like find the meat, the heat of the meat rather than see like, Hey guys, welcome to my channel. I started this in 2014 and this is my girlfriend's over there. Don't mind her. Before they like start getting into what's actually happening. Like and subscribe. Gotcha. Check out our Reddit. Okay, interesting. That's interesting. So, I, I have to teach my students how to read. And I mean, not like, you know, phonetically, but like teach them with an article. Here's where the introduction is, right? right. Here's how you find the, the structure of the article. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you should read it once without really paying too much attention and then go back through and find the things that you need. And here's how you do that. Ben, you're teaching me how to watch a video in the same way. And I'm realizing that I'm an idiot <laughs> because every time you send me a video, I'm like, I'm not watching this fucking oh. thing. It's you just like title sequences that are 10 the, seconds long. And like the whole thing you just did. That's my idea of the videos you sent. Because I never get past that 30 seconds to a minute. I'm just like, yeah, oh, that's horrible. I can't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, not your fault. Well, Thank you for teaching look me. Look at that. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Go team. Wait, yeah. One more time. What's the rule? I don't know if it's, I've heard it before and someone called it by a name on a podcast. So I don't think it's a real rule. It could have been like okay. his buddy that made it up. But if it's a like five or six minute video, skip the first 30 seconds. If it's like eight to 12 minute video or longer, skip the first minute. And that's usually where you're going to hit the first thing. Also, uh, if you're, I don't know if this is just for like YouTube pro members or whatever it's called, but there's, they just invented this or they just added this like graph on the bottom on the timeline that shows you like little spikes over the most viewed parts. Mm -hmm. And so that's super helpful to be like, whatever, you just need one piece of information and it's a 16 minute video and you're like, God damn it, just give me the one piece. Just go to the spikes. (laughs) You can see where other people. That's super helpful now, yeah. Now, what if it's a six-hour video on a never-translated Japanese video game 
that's a dating sim from the 90s called Tokimeki Memorial. How far what do you, what are you looking for? It's it's Love. it's just the best video ever. It's like six hours. I, I sent it to you a while ago. It's six hours long. Skip nothing. Skip <laughs> nothing is the answer. Watch it at three times speed. Wow. <laughs> um, I put so, the link in the chat. I don't even know why. Yeah, you know. Psychonauts. Well, you certainly know I'm not going to watch that, but that's Yeah, I'm not clicking on that. Yeah. C- Corey, just click on it and, and read the subtitles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there we go. Psychonauts. I, so I hadn't, like, you guys played it ages ago. Um, and I didn't have a machine that could play it, so thus I did not. Ah, yes. Um, yes. And then I was like, eh, and it's like 70 bucks or whatever, so I also was like, uh, I will wait. I have learned that if I add something to my wish list on PS5, <clears throat> generally within a couple months, there will be some sort of... Some form of sale, and it will come up. So it did. It was on sale for like... $25 or something like that. And I was like, okay, that sounds reasonable. Um, so I finally got it. And what was really fun is like when I started playing it, I was just like sitting in bed and my husband was actually with me and he was like, oh, he just sat and watched while I played this game, which normally like, you know, I start playing something or whatever and he's doing something else. He goes off. But uh, he ended up like sitting and just like watching me play Psychonauts. Two, I obviously I think that's clear, but yes. Well, Psych- you playing playing Psychonauts two or one? Psychonauts two. Oh, okay, got it. So yeah, Psychonauts two is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, okay. And yeah, so I I started playing it, and I think like the game is it's really cute so far. I haven't gotten like super far because I am the human that I am. Um, but. And the thing about it is, like, there's a lot of story in it, so it feels like yeah, pretty tense. <laughs> you're yeah. you're constantly getting little cutscenes and stuff like that in this. So it's like you play for like a few minutes and you figure something out, and then there's like another big scene in it, which I'm sure also once I get a little far- farther into it, there will be slightly less of. But I think it's it's kind of a nice, you know, I- I've been struggling to sort of get the hang of more complicated games on yeah. oh, the PS5, sure. you know, and doing things like changing your view while walking around and like doing other things and stuff like that. So finding things that are kind of in between (laughs) for me Mm -hmm. has been kind of what I've been trying to do because I keep starting stuff. Like I think I mentioned last month that I started Deathloop. Yeah. And was just like, fuck this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this is absolutely miserable on every conceivable level because I just couldn't get used to doing everything. So I think Psychonauts is kind of an, in between, in between my like SpongeBob SquarePants and Death Loop <laughs> of games, um, and it has one of the things about it that is tough for me because <clears throat> of my ADHD brain is I'm not good with when you have like a lot of like inventories and things like that, you know, that you have to like keep checking or like what's my objective, what's my what's in my inventory, what things do I need? So I'm kind of trying to like use it as a way to focus myself more on like okay, just go and like look at like what you're doing, what these things mean, because there's a lot of that in a lot of these games. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. It's I love, obviously, the voice acting's good. The animation's really fun. I am terrible at, like, fighting things. I can never remember yeah, it's what... It's hard. Yeah, what powers do what 
is like totally that took tricky. a long time yeah <laughs> and yeah. replacing like remembering like oh i only have like four or five powers or whatever so i have to replace them yep. and then like what button did i put it in when i replaced it yes so yeah it's like kind of it, it feels like a crash course in the way i think you guys both thought that like ratchet and clank would be a good crash course for me and it was just too hard <laughs> I got into it. Um, And this is more of like the speed of like, I'm not good at this and I keep screwing it up, but it's like a little less frustrating. And then I get like a nice little cutscene when (laughs) I'm too frustrated. Oh my gosh. Okay. This makes me so happy in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the the one thing you just did, the comparison to Ratchet and Clank, Mm -hmm. happened frequently when uh, Psychonauts 2 came out because it came out around the same time as Ratchet and Clank. Mm -hmm. And I heard multiple people talk about how bad Psychonauts 2 was at hmm. weapon select, at oh. power select. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Compared, and they said, and I, I think that this is just because Ratchet and Clank just came out, and that game makes it so easy mm. compared to Psychonauts mm-hmm. 2. So it's it's kind of the reverse thing. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering, could be a, a lot of different things. One could be just uh, the order you take these things in, right? If you'd done Psychonauts right. 2 first, that would have been like, this game makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> you did some other things, you come back and you play Ratchet and Clank, you're like, oh, this one makes total sense. Right. Also, it could just be people's brains work differently. One yeah. thing that Psychonauts 2 allows you to do, you talked about, is customize what buttons do what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're kind of constantly switching that out. Yeah. And a lot of people found that just way too cumbersome. Right. But I also found it like, I don't know. There was for me at least. There was a, a fun kind of meta thing about like thinking critically every once in a while about like, okay, which button do I want it to be? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. The ball one has to be this because I have to hold it while I do other things, oh, and so I'll do this one. And I, and and making those choices was actually kind of a fun thing, similar, I guess, to like um, inventory management in some games, like right. organizing yeah. where your equipment goes and just be. That feels good to like mm-hmm. get it all straight and be like, okay, here's where it goes. Uh, so that's just so interesting to me that you had that reaction. Um, I've just, yeah, yeah. really enjoyed Which, it. Which, to be clear, I don't know about the switching in Ratchet and Clank. I don't think I ever even got far enough to try to switch weapons. So, But, like, I think you are onto something with that because because my brain is, like, a scattered whatever all over the place, I do like the feeling of accomplishment of, like, figuring out, like, how to organize something, you know, because... Yeah. I have like strong executive dysfunction. So trying to look at something and then figure out the steps it takes to make it work, you know, is almost impossible to me. My brain goes like fuzzy. Um, And so I do like that. Like when I figured out, like you said, you know, oh, I'm going to use this button for this and it has an internal logic to it, like because I know that I'm going to have to use it this way or because I kind of automatically think to use this button or whatever. It's really satisfying to lock something into place in a way that then clicks in my brain. You know, I really like that that feeling of accomplishment. And we've talked about that before, too, that I love. I just love a feeling of accomplishment in general. Um, so, yeah, I think it kind of it is a good gateway game to me to get a little better at understanding how to play these more complicated games because even though you know jason you were like yeah we have all the same controls or whatever as the the switch and things like that i think the games that we've been playing just aren't very complicated <laughs> like because of the nature of what month is and where it started and stuff like that we weren't playing a bunch of stuff that's like intensely complicated to play well and the big one is camera movement camera movement that's yeah that's huge huge yeah did you play astro astro's playroom i played a little of it not not a ton so i feel like that's the best introduction Mm -hmm. i know like talia plays it i don't know every couple days for like (laughs) i don't know half hour to an hour and 
She's better at it than I am now. And she's oh, got really? like, the camera movement down. She knows we're all, I mean, she's played it. There's only like four levels, right? So she's played them dozens and dozens of times each. She knows where all the enemies are. She knows where to jump. But she's taken that to other games. Right. Because it's always the right stick is looking and the left stick is moving. So she's definitely taken that like very easy and safe stuff from Astro and been able to apply it to more complex games. Yeah. But, and I am getting a little bit better with the camera. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm like great at it at this point, but I tried to jump back into um, Kana uh, oh, nice. a week or two ago. Um, yeah. And again, I'm still like <laughs> not, I'm not great with it. But I was getting better at like before it was kind of like, say, say I was going somewhere and an enemy in any game uh, was coming at me. I would like just kind of like panic and like shoot the camera somewhere random. And all of a sudden it's like in the sky. And I'm yeah. like, I have no idea how to get it back. Like I'm just spinning now trying to figure out where and then getting stuff hit is. By the enemy. Yeah. And just getting like yeah. completely murdered as I'm just trying to get the camera back to where I can see them again. So I was playing Kana and there was, you know, this part where all these little, little tree ant things are coming out <laughs> like hopping out of yeah they're like all hopping out of these these stumps and whatnot and there's like a bunch of them and all of that and i could at least while i still have not been able to pass this part because i can't figure out how to kill one of them <laughs> um there i was like the camera at least when i know something's coming i know how to turn and look at it oh, nice. and hit it and then when i run away i'm not like and now i'm facing the other direction and i'll never get back like i can right, turn right, back around right. And find them again. So these little things are actually making, you know, some degree of progress for me in yeah. figuring out how to use it. That said, I did return to comfort this month and I played Death's Door through again. Nice. I need to play wow. that. We, oh, my gosh. This is the perfect way for us to be able to. <laughs> it's so good. I will now play Death's Door with this new model. Yes. Right. Because the, the daunting thing is like I'm committing to it. I'm like. Right. In the old version, like, oh, now I have to finish beat the whole story. thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking about like Hades in that. And I'm like, I did a Hades already. It was real good. I liked it. I don't know that I got it in me to do another one. Right. Um, right. Yeah. 50 like, hours in you this month to do that. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Now yeah. I'll actually play Death Store. And to be clear, this is not supposed to take. Yeah, it shouldn't take you that long. Keep in mind, it's me. So the first time I played it, it took me like 30 or like 40. No, it was like 36 hours or something like that. And online i mentioned this at the time it's like the perfect eight hour game I'm oh, like, no. <laughs> oh no wow <laughs> but uh this time uh so this is my fourth time playing the game from beginning to end and i think it took me a little over nine to play it oh so, nice yeah i was like that's like Tight. that's respectable right there and yeah. some oh, of yeah. that i'm like scrolling facebook and forgetting i'm playing a game so it probably took mm -hmm. me less time than that Solid. uh in reality to play through it but i feel like that's kind of my comfort of just like yeah, okay like sure. i'm trying to like play all these games i'm getting used to the cameras and all these kinds of things but it's like this i can just kind of keep going back to and i know how to play it and it speaks to my strengths and the things that satisfy me in a game. And like, honestly, every day I could probably play it for a little while and be happy, except that I can't just sit down and play it for a half hour. I will then invest the rest of my day <laughs> into playing it. Um, yeah. But, you know, as you as you guys have been saying, it's been like a wild and hectic month. And that was like just a really nice like grounder. Be like, I'm yeah. just going to go back through Death's Door again. 
Nice. I want to jump on um, a couple things you said, and then I want to to what I discovered is my comfort game. Ooh, um, yes, please. In just a moment. But uh, I have been like trying to get my my kids and my wife to understand the uh, camera controls in 3D video games. Mm -hmm. Right. The similar journey that you're going on. And (laughs) the reason why I'm trying with Megan is she discovered uh, Fire Emblem's Three Heroes, uh, or Three, yeah, Three Heroes, Three Houses, Three Houses, that's what it's called, and uh, loved it, and just like, I think she's beat it five times now, and it's oh, a 50-hour wow. game. Like, she's into <laughs> wow. it. Yeah. And so at this point, it's, it's one of those, like, if you learn this, it will unlock so many other games that you can play and that you will also right. enjoy, and I understand that that's a hurdle, and so I've been, like, searching for things like, uh, oh, well, Mario Odyssey, you know, it really is meant to come with a system and teach you how it works. Right. And I, I think oh, Ben's, yeah. uh, you know, play um, Astro Bot? Astro Boy? Astro? Astro Bot. Astro's Playroom? Astro's, Astro's Playroom. Playroom. I was like, I think it's just Astro. Yeah, Astro. Uh, <laughs> ben said, you know, oh, that's the perfect introduction. That's the, that's the thing to teach you. But it reminded me that Ben's doing the same thing that I have been trying to do, which I don't think is always a great thing of here's the right way to do it. Here's the thing that will get you into it, that will teach you how to do it in this way. We Right. No, we mean really well. We're like, I think this is the one. Here's the only way to do this. If you want. If you want to get good at but, it. It's your call. If you want right, to get good at it. Right. right. If you want to get good. Uh, but the right way to do it is whatever game connects with you. Yeah, whatever yeah, totally. way that it works for you. One thing there is, and check this on K9. I mentioned this a while ago, but it's totally fine if you forgot. There are two ways that the camera can work. Regular controls and inverted controls. That's right. I like, I think I legitimately, this is like, you know, it's like that thing where like you walk into a room to do something and then you completely forget why you came in there. I'm pretty sure that was the reason I turned on Kana in the first place was I was like, oh, I should try to do the inverted control, the inverted camera thing. And then I forgot as soon as I actually opened the game. And I was like, I guess I'm playing this game now. I don't know why. (laughs) There we go. How did I get here? Yeah. What you might want to do is with uh, Psychonauts, just write down on a piece of paper next to you. Like, here's your homework assignment if you need one, Corey. Um, Yeah. 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 No, no. But but you'll have to write this down when you play Psychonauts. Right. So make a note to write this down when you play Psychonauts. When I press up on the camera button, does my person look up or down? Mm. Or not does my person, I think. Well, does the camera look up or does down? It, does right. it aim up or aim down? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and don't, you know, you don't have to check in with us with which way do you mean, what's it, whatever makes sense to you. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. I call it, no, this one's down, right? Yeah. Because the other thing is they don't always, they're not standardized about what they call inverted and what, what one's regular yeah. even. Right, It's yeah. 50-50, people's brains are just structured differently. Find out which one you like, and then you can make a note of that whenever you start playing a new game to just be like, okay, let's go fix yeah. this before I do anything else, because there's just no reason to beat your head against that wall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that that is something that'll make a huge difference, because that is often the issue, is that the most frustrating games are the ones where I every time I turn, I turn the wrong direction. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense yeah. to me. And I used to have that experience. And which I think, I think Kana does it the way that I expected to. I'm not sure. But yeah, that is a constant thing. So now I have made a note to actually look at my camera settings in there. <laughs> so that when I go back nice. upstairs, I can do that. Yeah, I remember having that experience and I, and I don't have it anymore. And I'm not like real thoughtful about what happens in between. But I'm pretty sure what happens is when I start a new game, I start playing. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens exactly. so automatic now to me that yeah, I, don't I don't even, even know if I do it. that or not. I, I think <laughs> I do. Yeah, totally. 
so the other thing is my kids finally found the game that did it for them. Mm. And it's this game called Calico. There was uh, yes, the Calico no, I've seen Indie that. Showcase. Oh my gosh, it's so good, Corey. I think it's so, so good. I think you're gonna love yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing is, I'm like, I feel like it's something that maybe I put on a wish list. Yeah, I think or she something. would love it. it feel yeah. it felt like it was at my alley. It's on Switch. There's like a, it's oh, yeah, explain a little bit about it. Yeah. It's fun we, and we, simple, and there is like a farming type, like oh, not farming, I guess, an idle game uh, kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, we saw a trailer for it. Um, I was showing the kids the uh, the E3 one that's indie games that are cute, uh, wholesome showcase, uh, the yes. wholesome, the yeah wholesome direct or whatever it is. And uh, we were watching, and every time they got into a game, I would like add it to my wish list. And I just went through, and I was like, they got really into that calico thing. It just is a game about uh, being a chill uh, lady who uh, has a bunch of cats, um, <laughs> and there's like some magic, and like you're doing you're running a cat cafe. And there's magic involved. Um, and you're, like, you're like rescuing cats in the forest yeah. and stuff. Um, from what I can tell, we have given it too much story in our description of it. Um, <laughs> it is much less involved in that in terms of the story. It can, or rather the way that my kids play, right? right. There are quests, there's dialogue. There's not much dialogue in the quest. When I see people talking, they never have to click through more than a couple times. You know I love Ma- that. I hate dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quick. No, it's it's just like, uh, hey, can you go get this thing for me? I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. When you turn in a quest, the uh, the button just says, I did the thing. And you click, I did the thing. Nice. And the, the same thing for every quest. And at first, the girls were very much doing the, I'm just doing the movement control. And every once in a while, I'll touch the camera if I have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm evidently in a corner somewhere and I can't find anything. Right. And now I walk through and Maddie is just like seamlessly, the camera is following around her. Every once in a while she moves it a little bit so it does kind of a cinematic thing. Yeah. Like she's she's just having fun with it and having a blast. And so much of it was me just putting it in front of them, kind of showing them what a couple of the buttons do and then sticking it in their hands and just walking away. Mm-hmm. And at first they were like, can you read this thing to me? I was like, Maddie, you can read it. You read books, you're good. And I just left. And they were into it enough that now they just they play it all the time. And it's it's just on in our home. The music's chill, so that's fine with me. The music's great. It's such a uh, I feel like this is an underrated thing. Like I, I know people do this, but uh I always feel like it, there's like a sense of like, oh you gotta tr- play all the like new games and stuff like that. Like I see so many people that I follow on the internet and stuff like that who are just like they play everything that comes out you know and it's like they're constantly playing everything new but it's so nice to just like sometimes it's like I just don't want to I just want (laughs) to I just want to like sit there and play the same game over and over again like with Hades where it was just like just played it forever which also (laughs) this month I was trying to find things that emulate my favorite things so I was trying to find games that are like Death's Door and like Hades and haven't had like a super, super success with that. I downloaded a game called Curse of the Dead Gods, which is basically like a less good Hades. It's like essentially kind of the same thing. (laughs) It's a like gods related dungeon crawler roguelite type situation. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Yeah, very similar. Um, Just not. It's just doesn't have like the voice acting it doesn't have the controls are a little less um intuitive it's not as addictive as hades was um yeah but yeah i think like it's just nice to sit and like i think that's a thing that i've recognized over the past couple months with the ps5 is i've gotten so many new games and everything but when it comes down to it i just like 
at the end of the day, sometimes I just want to play Death's Door, and that's that's fine yep. and cool. For sure. Play the thing that you're having fun with. Exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of the, the thing I'm having fun with um, and my comfort game that I discovered, mm. um, Hitman 3. Hitman 3, okay. Which is one of the first games we played a year ago, over a year ago, when we first got our PS5s. It, it came out uh, when COVID ca- uh, hit. Mm. And when COVID it, came out? When COVID came out. <laughs> when, when COVID, COVID dropped, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It came out just before, but uh, well, just before it got big, but there's actually some dialogue in one of the missions where you hear on the radio them talking about a virus that's spreading. And it's clearly like, I I don't know the development story behind it because I think it came out like February of 2020 Mm. where they just, I think they were just searching for something like in the news right now. Right. But there's there's not people in masks. It's not like a COVID type game. It just, you know, happened. (laughs) Just in passing. Real quick. We'll get back to that on that um just started catching up on westworld i was watching the last season that came out pre-covid and it was released march 2020 and there's a scene where they're like exiting a building there's buildings blowing up whatever they're running away and like a third of the people in the little town square they're running through have masks (laughs) wow and they're like n95 masks wow like That's weird. Did, did Westworld make COVID? Did it predict yes. COVID? That's the only, and it did. Yes. So no, it made that's it. What I, I did some research. It, it I found out it. it did. Westworld created no. COVID. So that's the end of that story. <laughs> so, so Corey, the way Hitman works is um, there's a level. Each Hitman game, there's three of them. Hitman three, right? Comes with like six levels, and the level has some kind of story to it. There's an overarching narrative, but that's just the first time you beat that level. And then there's an incredible amount of replay value because they built this huge space. The whole thing space. is replay value, yeah. And so sometimes they'll give new challenges, right? So there's some fundamental challenges that every level has. Kill the targets five different ways. Mm-hmm. And here are the five ways, right? With a bullet, uh, drown them, poison them, uh, and in an Have accident. him kill himself, whatever, yeah. Right. And then they've got weird challenges. They're like level specific. Uh, kill this person with a rubber ducky. And it's like, Ooh, wait, how is there a rubber ducky in this level? Let's go right. find out. But you see the challenge and then you're like, OK, now I've got to go. I will go search this level to find the rubber ducky. It is somewhere in this level and I can use it to murder someone in some way that will be very funny. It will be comedic uh, right. and like like a Rube Goldberg machine that I have to set off. And after you do those, there are these things called escalations where you go back into it and there will be three levels. And so level one, it'll start, you know, brand new spot. and It'll say uh, kill this one, dude. Uh, with a pistol. All right, fine. You do it, and it feels very self-explanatory. And the second one, it, it ups it in some way. Okay, now kill this one dude with a pistol, but you can't change clothes because most of the game involves like knocking somebody out, stealing their clothes, and now you mm. look like this person. And it's like, wait, I can't kill that person if I'm wearing normal clothes because I have to go all the way across the level. Oh, no. And then you, you work out something, and then they do a third one. And that usually builds on whatever the second one was and just mm. increases it in some way. Now you've got to kill these five people. Kill these two people with one bullet or something. Right. And so every level has uh, every escalation is is three levels of escalation and every level has like three to five escalations that are attached to it. Hitman three. Also, you can buy as expansion packs Hitman's one and two. And they I feel like you're it. about to sell us something. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. There's five levels of Hitman. Yeah. If you sell yeah. all your copies and you get five people to sell their copies, sell their copies. All right. So. So and it runs it in the Hitman 3 engine, so it's got like the updated graphics. It looks really nice. All yeah, the good quality of life stuff. It's great. So I played the, beaten all the levels. I bought the extra things and done that. And then uh, I 
had COVID the last couple of weeks and I found that like getting up and cleaning the house for an hour was more than I could do that day. Mm. I would like collapse. And so for the last two weeks, I have mostly just been a hitman machine. <laughs> and Beautiful. I had to go, I, my family was out of town and I had to go pick them up at the airport. And I was like, just let's do one more escalation before I leave. And I found out that there weren't any more. <laughs> I had done all of them. I have now completed every wow. escalation on every level throughout all of Hitman. <laughs> it is my comfort game. And I did not know that I had that comfort game. Uh, but man, <laughs> it seems like way more of a me game than a you game because a lot of it yeah. is just like sitting there and watching people in their loops and how they interact for 20 minutes and then going in and shooting yep. them and then leaving. Yep. What is, what is it about that that you like that you that makes <sighs> it so comforting? The repetition. Uh, well, the, I think a big part of the comfort is the the repetition of the space, the familiarity of a space. Totally. And they're right. big levels, so they can be yep. really big, too. So it feels like you've mastered something significant when you understand it. I found out that I was doing the escalations wrong at first. I would beat the game. I would beat the level and then go right to the escalations. Mm -hmm. And I'd have so much trouble with them. I have no idea what, how to do anything. Yeah. Because I, I'd only beaten the level once. I didn't really know where everything right, was. Right, right, right. So then I pushed myself to go back and get a bunch of the weird challenges, finish all the story gotcha. missions and everything, yeah. and then come back and do the escalations. And then they were, they weren't just easier. They were like, there was a sense of narrative to them, of the designers. Like you could feel mm -hmm. the designers making choices and mm -hmm. be like, we know you know where this is, but now we put a wrinkle in it. Yeah. Where before when I just started playing, it just seemed like, well, that just sounds really hard. <laughs> but I just did one. Okay. So just to give you an example, there is a level that is... The fans call it the Knives Out level. They just did a level that's oh, Knives Out. So good. Like, it's the same thing. Yeah. Im imagine if you could play knife, Knives Out and it was a game. <laughs> like, nice. You arrive there and the inspector has just was pulling up in his car. So the first thing you do is knock him out, steal his clothes, <laughs> and can. solve the case. That's one option, but, right? Or you can let him try to solve the case. A hundred different ways to do it. You can yeah. wait till he solves the case and then you kill the murderer. Right. Mm -hmm. You can do all sure. of these different things, but they built like the Knives Out house, too. It That's looks so like good. very much like it. It's got the secret oh, wow. passages like. So it's, it's supposed cool. to be like Knives Out. It's not like. a. Oh, yeah. OK. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying like it's kind of like a murder's mystery. No, no, it's Knives Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They've added more to it. Right. There's like random bodyguards walking around with guns who like prevent you from doing things because it's a video game. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's Knives Out level throughout this level where you can't just like walk around and do stuff. There are, I think, uh, six family members. And so one of the escalations on it is kill three of the family members in accidents. They all have to die by accident. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Final Destination, so that speaks to me. Yeah, so, sounds cool. So then the next one, they up it. Now it's to kill five family members and by accident, and you can't change your clothes. So you can't be the inspector. Oh, my God. Mm. So the entire thing, everyone, you're not supposed to be there. There's nowhere in the entire level that you're safe. The right. entire time you are hiding, you are moving around, you're doing this. All right, I get it done. I'm so proud of myself. I'm like, wow, okay, what's next? The second you kill one person, a timer starts. And you have to kill the next person in 60 seconds. <laughs> so the strategy wow. is the, the easiest accident kill is to poison their, poison their tea, uh, yeah. make them want to throw up. They go to the bathroom. You drown them in the bathroom. Oh, no, it looks like they slipped and drowned in the bathroom. Right, okay. It's an accident, Right. Uh, it gets comedic when you kill five people that way in one day because yeah. that doesn't feel all that accidental. <laughs> here's, here's where it gets better, though. To do this, you know, all those accidents when you drown in your toilet. Yeah, yeah. To do this in sixty seconds, 
four of them all use the same bathroom, and one of them uses a different bathroom. There's just like piles of bodies they're stepping over to go. <laughs> yes, but now that it has to be in 60 seconds, and it takes them like a minute and a half to walk. So if you're going to time it out, you'd have to know like when everybody's going to walk. Here's the easier way. As soon as they go to the bathroom, you knock them out. Don't kill them. Oh, uh, so you don't have that time. Just hide the body. Bring all the people into the. Uh huh. Bring all the bodies. And the way to hide the body is you throw it out the window. And so, by the time, <laughs> so that they, so that nobody sees it when they come in to go to use the bathroom. Don't next. they wake up they eventually? Use, no. Oh wow. <laughs> they only wake up if someone wakes them up. Oh. So that means you've also okay. got to knock out the four bodyguards right outside that window who yeah. control that area. Right. Wow. And not kill them. Not kill them. Because you cannot kill anyone who is not your yeah, target. Time rolls. God, start. dude, this is insane. Right, and so knock everybody out, throw them out the window one by one. Once you get the fourth one, throw the other three inside the window. Put them all in the bathroom under the chandelier in the bathroom, so that you can shoot the chandelier and it drops and falls and kills all. Wow! Of them. But don't shoot it yet. <laughs> now go poison the fifth, who uses the other bathroom. Right. Drown, drown him. Timer starts. Run across. I will say the nice thing about playing Hitman with kids is they can watch like 95% same with Elden Ring oh, wow. they can watch 95% of the game yeah mm. because a okay. lot of it is just like sneaking around and like karate chopping people <laughs> so I've gotten everybody poisoned except for uh, the last person that needs to go in the, the bathroom with the chandelier and then the last person that you poison the last person you poison I just got to poison his tea it's real easy but the last person that I bring into the bathroom he does he never stands up he never walks around he just sits on the couch the whole time the only way to get him is to shoot him with a special gun that shoots poison bullets that makes him throw up. <laughs> I love the idea of shooting bullets, but it's the puking that's yep. going to be it's the like a, It's ultimate like a trank end. dart. Uh-huh. And it's a trank dart with a nemetic in it. Yeah. That's how I would go. Boom. It'd, it'd be puking. That would, yeah, that would <laughs> the end me. <laughs> trank dart with a nemetic to the head. <laughs> Take me out. So the other thing is, because it's a trank dart, it's got this weird aiming system where they give you like the the little lines on your crosshairs to say if they're further than like five feet, you need to aim up oh, yeah. and then aim up further. Right. Like throwing a ball or something. So I've got one last guy to shoot to take out. I aim up the shot. I think I've got it exactly right. I shoot. It goes right over his head. I have no bullets left. <laughs> I've done this. I'm an hour into this level. Oh, Jesus. Christ. I've got every I've got all the dominoes set up. I'm about to lose my mind. And I go, you know what? Here's what we're doing. I painstakingly knock out every bodyguard between that room and the bathroom. All eight of them. There's also the patrolling detective. Who came yeah. I was going to say, where's through. this guy been this whole thing? Oh, yeah. He's everywhere. Everywhere is the answer. <laughs> he's detecting. So you got to, like, keep an eye on him. Okay, he's on the other side. Now I can drag this body across. So then I throw a coin into a different room where a guy on the couch hears it and goes, ah, what's that? <laughs> Gets up, walks over, conk him, drag him in there, pull everybody back into the bathroom. This sounds like more like what I expected Deathloop to be like. Because it's like, oh, you know, when it's like, oh, it distract people to try all these different things. And I was like, nothing seems to work. But this sounds like that was not Deathloop for me. I never distracted anyone. I just shot everybody the whole time. (laughs) I can't tell you like how nervous I was stacking those bodies. I was like, what if one of them is like leaned a little bit too far to the right and the chandelier doesn't hit them. Ugh. What if, because it's always an iffy thing. So yeah. I got the baddies like, but like I re-dragged them over and over and over until they were literally like on top of each other stacked four high. Not just like kind of in a clump. Yeah. 
I mean, I've got this down. Which would guy... be the only way to survive the chandelier, would be the fourth right. body under the, fourth the chandelier. Body down. That's true. Kill, kill the guy, run back, I'm aimed, and it's like the counter, counter is at like 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, breathe. <sighs> Click, kill, and all the things go ding, 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 nice. ding. And I'm like, oh! Nice. Waiting on that last one. Now, <sighs> do you have to figure this out for yourself like is this a puzzle or is it like does the game tell you the way to do this is to bring these bodies here mm -hmm. or it's whatever? a puzzle so you have puzzle. to figure no, out how to do that by okay. the time you get to the complications you know the you know all the characters and you know most of yep. the loops so uh -huh. it's that's pretty i wouldn't say easy to figure out but you, you play it a couple times and it starts making more sense every time you play it for sure right okay it's, it's pretty rare and uh, you've played a lot more than me jason but it's pretty rare to play the level and be like this is impossible. I'm never going to figure this yeah. out. It does seem like, oh, I just need to study this section a little more. Figure Challenge out exactly accepted. where they line up. Yeah. <laughs> and and each each escalation has like a picture, like a like an album cover kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And that often includes a hint. Mm. Right. And so maybe it's the chandelier in the bathroom. Right. Is the hint. Mm -hmm. And it just has a picture of that. And you'd be this like, why did like they choose Final that destination. What a random bathroom. It's it's yeah, very much so. except you are deaf. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, My favorite, I think, was sabotaging the um, the parachutes in Dubai. Yes, that's the best. So one. when they go base that's jumping, fantastic. they pull the parachute, and oh, it doesn't work. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Corey, what were you saying? Oh, I was just. It was in response to the "you are death" thing. I was going to say oh. it goes along with my favorite genre of video game being "I am a reaper or something carrying a soul yes. to where they yes. need to go." Okay, <laughs> I am death. Very much so. <laughs> Whenever the hitman checks into a hotel, the fake name he gives is Tobias Reaper. <laughs> nice. T Reaper. It's awesome. fantastic. <laughs> uh, yes. That's so awesome. these, these games are good. Uh, and then the one last loop I have to close in my uh, like list of games that I had to wanted to talk about. We yeah. were talking about the joy of organizing things and buttons and things like that. Mm. There's a game for the play date. Ben, I don't know if you have this one yet, called Inventory Hero, <laughs> where it's like an RPG quest, you know, fighting, doing this, except there's no button for fighting. There's no button for attack, defend, move, anything like that. The, you've only got two buttons and there's five inventory slots. The adventure just keeps picking stuff up and you decide, do I keep it? Do I trash it? Hmm. It is so much fun and it gets very fast paced. It gets like, to what wild. end? What yeah, are, what are you using? Well, so there? you just see the adventure moving left to right, battling things, right? Do you use the things in the invent? Like, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so, okay. So there'll be like uh, armor. You've got like five different armor slots and a weapon okay. slot and a shield slot. But you've got just these five empty inventory things mm -hmm. that you can use to grab and then equip. You either equip it, use uh, it, okay. or discard it, right? So you're picking it. So you get a toothbrush. Okay, discard the toothbrush. Don't need a toothbrush. You get a hat. Okay, is this hat better than the hat I currently have? Okay, yes it is. Okay, keep it. And then as it advances, around the second or third level, you get uh, mushrooms. And it says plus five HP. And I'm like, okay, cool. Plus five HP. I'll hang on to that. I'll use it next time. Except what you don't notice at first until like the fifth time you've played it is the mushrooms spread and start taking over all of your inventory very, oh. very slowly. And other things turn into mushrooms until there's only mushrooms there. And so I kept noticing, like, all I had was mushrooms. And I was like, oh, man, I wonder what, you know, I've not been paying enough attention. <laughs> Later, you get rabbits. And if you pick up a rabbit. Okay, I'm not going to. I just got to. Yeah, it's like, don't tell so. Ben everything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Later, you get rabbits. Don't worry, Ben. The first thing says, beware of rabbits. So I'll, I'll just tell you that. Ben, take out your headset for 10 seconds. Okay. Um, 
So <laughs> the the rabbits are just like the mushrooms, except it's like less than a second. Just takes over until your entire screen is rabbits. Nice. Uh, it's awful, huge catastrophe. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> Sweet. Anyway, Beautiful. it's real fun. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. worth checking out. It definitely scratches exactly that itch. Also, awesome. I'm still playing my play date. It's great. Dude, so I've, I have my play date. I played the like two games that came with it. I did played the two more that came that following Monday, and I haven't touched it since. So I probably have eight games to open. And yeah, I think it was just the nerves before the marathon that I was like, even playing on the airplane, I was like, I had to focus. I have to get all my podcasts in order. I have to only watch these videos that I've been saving or like, I don't know. I had like a whole process. So now that like stress level is a little lower, I think I'll be picking it up this week. But excited to get into that. Hey, stick it in your bathroom. Stick it in the bathroom. Yeah. Hey, there you go. That works. Uh, <laughs> Calico. Kids have been playing a bunch of that. They love it. Um, and just been watching them play that. All the stuff Jason said. And Stray came out last week. Played the first, I think, three hours of that. I was just watching Mark's stream of him play it right before starting this because I've been trying to determine whether I want to buy it or not. So tell tell me about it. I don't know. I'd, I'd say I'd say if you're watching it, you know whether or not. Like it's not like mm-hmm. there's not like puzzles to solve necessarily. I mean there are, but it's not like it's and it's not like the most fun gameplay, right? I think it's just more like do you like being in that world, which I really do. This like futuristic robot driven world where you're a cat, like. Those are all things that I like. So I like being around <laughs> in that world. It's not necessarily like the most fun thing in the world. You're just kind of like walking around as a cat. So not super difficult and just beautiful, a gorgeous game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so excited to play more of that. I can only play with the kids around because they love it. So that's why I haven't gotten further. Uh, and then yeah. 65 hours in the past month playing Elden Ring. It's been my jam. It's finally happened. Dude, I got sucked in. How did it? How did it start? What made you? What made you sit and do it? Tell us your journey through finally doing Elden Ring. I'm trying to think what was the actual like, other than Jason asking us constantly, like, "Have you played? Have you played Elden Ring? Have you played Elden Ring? Have you guys <laughs> heard of Elden Ring?" Um, I think it was just me looking for that next game. I think I talked about it right a month or two ago of like me really wanting to find a game that's gonna like. I think I talked about it on the Amalgamation episode, a game that's gonna like suck me in. And make it feel like, not like I'm in that world, but like really be able to immerse myself in like the lore and the world of a game. A lot like, uh, what was Legion? What, uh, what's that series, Jay? Watch Dogs. Yeah, Watch Dogs very much so. And Watch Dogs 2 was the one that took place in the Bay. Uh, which, by the way, definitely thought of when I ran the marathon uh, like <laughs> a dozen times. I was like, oh, I remember last time I was here. It was in Watch Dogs 2. Yep. <laughs> I had exactly uh, the same experience when I was in San Francisco on our road trip. Oh, so good. It's replaced growing up. It's now it's yes. now the game. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah, like half <laughs> the memories were from Watch Dogs 2 not actually being there in person. <laughs> and then Horizon Zero Dawn was a big one. And I haven't played Horizon Zero West or <laughs> Forbidden West. But yeah, I bought it. It's there. I'll play it someday. And for whatever reason, I was like, you know, oh, I think Jason, the, the thing that pushed me over the edge was there's a note writing system where like there's a bunch of like tablets and notes everywhere you go that help you out and they are written by other people playing the game and so if you played this game five years from now or even a year from now there wouldn't be nearly as many because they're not in the game they're only from online play so he's like if you're gonna play it now's the time to do it so Mm -hmm. that was kind of the reason i was like all right i got some time in, in july let's do this and didn't think I had 65 extra hours this month but that, that I found. <laughs> but yeah, those have, those are super, super helpful. I think the most helpful is when you're like trying to get down a cliff and you just see like the glowing sign at the bottom 
and you jump to that and it says like this is the place to jump or jump here or whatever we're like oh okay good thing that sign was there and it's like pitch black so you can only see like the glowing part and you jump onto it so definitely those have been super helpful and then i think the fact that you can play this game in so many different ways has been helpful i started the first 25 hours probably using no magic because that freaks me out the same way i played dnd i was like i just want a sword and a shield can i just like <laughs> stab the dragons from far away maybe shoot an arrow occasionally like a coward uh and like in like all like call of duty games or whatever i'm always like can i just be the sniper that like sits way over there at a danger and just like shoots the people's feet until they die <laughs> and so that's what i tried to do that's kind of still what i do but basically found out that it's a much easier game if you have magic <laughs> and so i started rune farming and figuring out ways to get like tens of thousands of runes which is the in-game currency and was able to level up my character to get really powerful magic and basically rather than sniping them or shooting arrows at them i shoot magic at them magic swords <laughs> and rocks um <laughs> but yeah and then the the story is not super linear which i love it's very open world you can do whatever you want there's a bunch of side quests that last hours and hours uh and the best part of the game uh, the best mechanic i guess of the game is when you go and you see like a giant dragon, you're like, I'm going to take on this dragon and you stab it with your sword and you see its health. It's like however many million HP wide, you see it barely move after you stab it. You can just get on your horse and ride away as fast as you can. <laughs> you're like 1% yes. faster than the fastest enemy in the game. Nice. Which is really nice because you rarely die not on purpose or whatever, or not, you know, in a fight that you're not intentionally in, I guess. Right. So that's been really nice. And then, a, a lot of comparisons to Hollow Knight, which we played, which we talked about, right? The Soulsborne yeah. games, the Souls games, when we played Hollow Knight. This game is ten infinitely easier than Hollow Knight. Oh my okay. god, Hollow Knight, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the main reason... <laughs> That's interesting. Is, I think the main reason, the bosses are definitely a little easier. They're not as precise that mm -hmm. Hollow Knight was. It was like, okay, when they jump, or like when they put their right arm back, you have to da dash, or when they put their left arm back, you have to jump. Like, it's so much memorizing and then you die yeah. and memorizing and then you die this one you, you have to learn their moves right every boss has specific moves it's a video game but when you die 90 percent of the time you just like reappear right outside the boss fight nice and you just go back into the boss that makes fight. a huge you don't difference. have to traverse yeah. a bench and a bunch of enemies to get there yeah and, and can i give you one quick thanks Corey, just to tell you like how this game tells a story <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah spoilers for elden ring minor spoilers if you can play a game for as many hours as this, I suppose a spoiler here. Yeah, isn't that big you could spoil the game. I wouldn't stop playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Ben, you know this. I just want to tell oh, our okay. listeners and I want to tell Corey. Yeah, yeah. The mechanic that lets you jump back at the beginning of the fight, like mm -hmm. right outside the boss's door, is called a Stake of Merica. There's these little statues of one of the characters from the game named Merica. Uh, she's like the main um, queen of everything. The <laughs> Queen Merica the Immortal, I think is her name. She's like, you know from the beginning of the game, okay, she's the big boss at the end. Okay. Right? That's where we're headed. Mm -hmm. And there's, she's like a character within the world, and so there's these, like, uh, depictions of her, like little statues, and evidently those are what you come back to for eh, lore reasons, who knows. In the lore of the game, you slowly figure out that this other person, Renala, was married to a guy named Radigan, and Radigan left her for Merica. okay? And you have to fight Renala at one point. That's the one boss in the entire game where there's no stake of Merica nearby. Yeah. And it takes a little while to figure out that she has destroyed or will not allow it. Why would she have the statues of, yeah. about the other woman? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
And the game never tells you this. It never comes out. It's just like every time you're fighting Renala, it's like suddenly this one boss, it takes me 10 minutes to walk there. Mm-hmm. Like what in the world is going on? To, yeah, there's all these enemies and, to get past and stuff. Yeah. And what it wants you to do is think about why. Yeah. Like just for yeah. a second, just think about why. The second I realized that, I was like, this game is so smart. This game is so much fun. It's it, it's that feeling of reading a novel and figuring yeah. out the the thing the author didn't tell you. Right. Right. Of being like, oh. It's the thing of watching a YouTube video and figuring out the thing. <laughs> video would creator. I would I enjoy this or would this drive me crazy? I think it would drive you crazy. Oh. I think it'd drive you crazy. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I would love to be wrong. I would love for a month from now you'd be like, guys, I'm 120 hours into Elden yeah. Ring. Um, <laughs> I think you probably know well enough where yeah, I probably with that. Yeah. But it sounds like yeah, fun, yeah. and I'm glad you guys are having fun with it. Yeah, and it's just huge yeah. and beautiful, and the, the the combat is just not your thing. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. The combat's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is Hollow Knighty in that sense of like you got to know when to when to roll, you got to know when to jump, you got to know when to yeah. Which is what Death's Door it's, is like as well. It's you know uh, it's timing. You gotta you get used to you're gonna die several times, and then you figure out. Oh, when they do this move, I just need to do this and yada yada, and then you get used to it. I got a game that is the perfect anti-Cory game, the, <laughs> the game you would hate the most. Oh um, boy! First off, there are so many things you would love about it. It's called Neon Umar- White. Umarangi Jenner. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, hang on to that thought. Hang on to that thought. The aesthetic is really good. It's somewhere between Paradise Killer and like a Persona game. Very stylish, and it's these short little levels. Like the first few levels are. Um, Okay, you play level once, and then you try and get a better time on it. And, like, the target time for these levels are, like, 15 seconds. But the first time you play it, it might be two minutes as you're trying to figure out, okay, what in the world is even happening? And you figure it out, you're like, okay, get it down, and then get my run down and nail it. And it's just this game about, like, replaying these levels over and over and over. There's a story, there's some stuff, it's it's cool, and all that stuff Corey would dig. And I think even the replaying to get a better time would be very Corey's jam. But... Mm. It's Umurangi generation <laughs> in terms of like how you interface with this world. Yeah. It, the first thing it reminded me of was Deathloop, just in playing yeah. it, like jumping <laughs> yep. from rooftop to rooftop. Yep. Oh yep. no, that's it's, funny. It's what a all the worst things for you, Corey. Yeah, you, it would not be for you. <laughs> uh, just want to tell you, listeners. Hey, Neon White is real good. Yeah. Not for me, but for people who are not me. Ooh, a lot of reading too. Oh god, and a lot of reading. I would say an annoying. Actually, I would say an annoying amount of reading. The, the conversations, they're well-written. They go out just a little bit too long. This was a problem I was noting, um, which I'm like, it's for the best that I can't really run games on this computer. Um, looking at Norco, because I, I watched like an hour or so of a YouTube video of someone playing it. And I was like, this is just this is just reading, isn't it? It's so, mm-hmm. so much reading. That's the whole game, right? <laughs> That's the yeah. whole game. I was like, oh no, this would I would nope out real fast. There's no way. That's why I didn't have you play Disco Elysium until they voiced all the lines. <laughs> Smart. Oh, there's a new go. version and all the lines are voiced and now you guys can play it. Uh-huh. Oh, that is nice. Very smart. Can I drop some shows that Hannah and I Please? have been watching? Yeah. A lot of them are like lesser known things like Westworld and Better Call Saul. But... Uh, mm, real deep cuts. Yeah, yeah. Only Murders in the Building, which I know is just like some up and coming comedians on it. <laughs> uh, and then What We Do in the Shadows, which is like this little indie jam. Oh, yeah, that's back. I forgot. Yep, that is back. Speaking of What We Do in the Shadows, I'm sorry I yeah. keep doing this. Do it. I rediscovered Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Oh, me too. It's great. I, I mean, I, I watched it when it came out, like, but it was like kind of 
on while I was doing other stuff, and mm-hmm. I never paid that much attention to it. It wasn't my favorite. But all six episodes, because there's only six yeah, episodes. Yeah, there's only six episodes. Oh, Jackie Daytona's in this. Jackie Daytona. And me, the go. guy who looks just like me, Richard Iwate. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> say just, but I can see it. I can I, see it. This People, especially when I had like hair that was about the length of his, people would come up to me all the time and be like, do you ever watch the IT crowd? I'm like, no, I know. I know we look like the same person. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it's got Matt Berry. Yes. Uh, from what we do in the shadows. A rotten yeah. soldier, my homeboy, my sweet cheese, my good time boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh my God, all six so episodes good. are on Amazon Prime. Uh, worth a rewatch. I might what? go rewatch them all tonight. Anyway, I think they're on Hulu, too. That was real fun. Sure. Oh, nice. I should watch yeah, them If you wanted to. Easy peasy. And I can have commercials. All six episodes? Six. Six. Six half-hour cool. episodes. So easy. Amazing. Wow. The cultural impact it had. <laughs> Based on just having six episodes on Adult Swim. 2004. Yeah. And it's, I wow. believe it's Matt Berry's first show. It might be all of their first Richard show. Richard Iwade looks exactly the same now as he does yes. in that. He has not yeah. aged in that 18 years in between. No Fielding's in it. Of course he is. Uh, no Fielding's in everything. Stephen Merchant's in it? Again, of yep. course. It's a British thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very British. <laughs> the British have, have like 12 weird... actors and they just recycle them. Yeah, especially when it's like the weird quirky stuff. It's like, you know, it's going to be this particular set of dudes, realistically. She was like a candle in the wind. Unreliable. Unreliable. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Unreliable. <laughs> oh, my God. Beautiful. So, so good. <laughs> Daniel looked down at his hands and saw blood. 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 Nice. The subtext quote is the thing that got me, got me watching it because I kept seeing that on... Uh, Twitter, the meme, like I know writers who use subtext and they're all cowards. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I was like, I got to get, I got to get, get on that. I will say better call Saul so much better than breaking bad. And I know a lot of people are like, I couldn't get through breaking bad by a long shot. So I'm like, don't watch breaking mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. You don't, you don't like it'll, it'll only spoil better call Saul. Cause you're, you know, who's like, who lives and who dies anyway. It's There's true. no crossover. There's a couple moments when you're like, oh, I remember that corner or that character or that background. Like, they're so disconnected. So, uh, Better Call Saul, amazing show. I think the tightest, most efficient writing I've seen in a show uh, in a long time. And Westworld, I like noped out after season two and finally caught up in season three to get to the new one. And the new, it finally got good again. Like, yes. remember the first like five episodes of Westworld? I was like, oh, this is like a cool new thing, AI and stuff. And yes, brutal, but like, I don't know. I thought it had some like cool stuff to say. It turned out it didn't for like 20 episodes. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it, it finally is again. So, well, they had a few years it, to figure their shit out. So, that probably, helped. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, and Jonathan Nolan, uh, somewhat related to Christopher. So, a lot of, you know, if you like Interstellar, which I know, Corey, you love. You'll love Westworld. <laughs> yeah, um, I noped out of Westworld not to after sell it to you. episode two. Uh, I love the movie, though. Yeah. That helps. Oh, there you go. There you go. The movie is bomb. And then Only Murders in the Building, What We Do in the Shadows, has never missed. So I don't feel like I have to sell those to anybody. Yeah, I think you're probably good there. <laughs> and you, uh, Yeah, shows, books, anything else going on? I just, I mean, I just rewatched all the Final Destinations, and I highly recommend that as a thing that wow. people do. They... Uh, I mean, the fourth one is heart, hot garbage. Not a lot redeeming about it, but one, two, three, and five are all an absolute delight. And if you haven't watched Final Destination in a long time, I highly recommend 
revisiting Final Destination because they are fun as bacock. I haven't said a single F bomb yeah. this whole time, I would just like to point out. This is amazing. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's super good. Ben swore. I swore. Oh, look at that. Look at, look at me, Miss Clean over here. Uh, and Corey and I both saw Nope. Oh my God! And Love and, I saw and nope Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, I want to see Nope. I, oh see I think I want to see Nope again this weekend. Yeah. yeah, I like. I saw it. I immediately wanted to like just walk back into the theater and go see it again. I loved it so much. And then I saw it like three days later, four days later, something like that. And it's even better. I mean, it's like two. Saying it's even better the second time is like not entirely accurate. It's two different kinds of great. The first time going yeah. in, go in as blind as you can to this movie because it's so worth having no f-ing clue what's going to happen. Yes. I'm so psyched. And then the second time when you do know what is going to happen in it, A, it moves very fast. <laughs> like, you know, the first time it's like, you know, things feel drawn out when oh, you don't cool. know what's going to happen. The second so time slow. it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I was like, oh my God, how are we already at this part? Um, and you start noticing so much that is built into this. And, and it's easier to sort of let yourself think about like meanings behind things. I think the first time I was, just do I, need, do I take off my headphones? No, 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 no. no, no. So. I'm not gonna. I would never spoil this for anyone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely not. But the first time through, I think I was just very like engaged, and so I wasn't thinking a whole lot about you know what does this all mean and the subtext and all this kind of stuff and finding Easter eggs in it that lead me to places and all that kind of stuff. And so the second time, I could kind of lean a little more to metaphor. I could look more at, you know, mm-hmm. what he was saying in these things. I could look at, like, how can I see these plot points coming that I couldn't possibly have before, but now I can see the, you know, the breadcrumbs that were leading there. Um, yeah. It's just, oh, man, it's, it. I think, I think it's better than Get Out and better than us, personally. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had it better than us at first, and I think it's past Get Out. The more I think about it, the more I listen to right. pods and read stuff about it, I'm just like, oh, my God. I was doing more than I thought on the first yeah, watch. It really doing, is. Yeah. yeah. So I cannot recommend just getting out and seeing that. I'm usually a wait till it comes out uh, on VOD or right, anything yeah. else. So we shall see if I make it that far. Uh, I yeah. think it's becoming too much discourse for me to wait. But we'll see. I think so. I think the discourse is so enjoyable about it, too. Yeah, that is part of the fun. We don't have time for beer, beers and songs, uh, but I've surveyed all of our discussion, mm. and I found a meme for us. So I, I threw that in the chat. That's what that link was. That I think this meme sums What's up- What's the meme? What's the song? Our entire conversation today, starting with just the idea of nope. And I'll retweet this from the uh, month account. If it sucks, hit the bricks. If it sucks, hit the bricks. Real winners quit. Just walk oh, out, I love work, that social thing, movies, home, class, dentist, too fancy weed store. Yeah. Sometimes the weed store is too fancy. Hit the bricks. Get out. Hit the bricks. This is the official meme of the movie Nope. Yeah, you Just can nope leave. out. <laughs> uh, but yeah. it's also, if you don't like the game you're playing, if yeah. the structure yeah. of the podcast isn't working for you. So many things in life that I, I find myself just doing because it's like I'm supposed to. And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have to. You don't got to do that. I will say if this felt like, let us know how the new structure is like tweet at us, DM us, whatever it is, email us. Um, okay. This felt a little bit too much like hearing about somebody's like, like golf round, like, Oh, on 18, <laughs> if it was crazy right, going yeah. over that, or like their final fantasy or final fantasy, fantasy football, their final fantasy mm-hmm. football roster. Right. If they're like, Oh, I traded who <laughs> ah, drew Brees for <laughs> Philip rivers on the, whatever with my buddy. And we he only got three points instead of 12. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> chocobo, exactly. And then Sephiroth came in with a last minute touchdown. Uh, if it feels like that and you're just like, oh my God, stop talking about Neon White or whatever or Elden Ring, like then let us know that too and we'll we'll maybe time those long conversations or long uh, diatribes about random games no one else has played. Uh, like I'm doing right now, just monologuing. But yeah, James. One, one thing we need to work on with that, uh, this is the additional work that this new format will give us, is trying to give you a heads up of what games we cover and when. Right, mm. So we can put those in the show yeah, notes. We can put sure. time signatures. Uh, I'm putting that on Ben. Uh, so Ben, yeah. is that a lot of work? <laughs> we can Royal do that. Way. No, yeah, that's easy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, mm-hmm. honestly, I would much prefer that to you editing any of the conversation. Like, even sure. making it sound good. I want it to sound like garbage as long as people just get no, those. No, we'll just skip to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that can make it a lot easier. Well, no, we'll just skip to. And also, when I listen to shows like this, I'm so often saying, like, okay, we're five minutes into them saying, and this game does this, but I no longer remember what game we're talking about. Yeah, just they having about the 20. table of contents. Yeah. Which, which one? I again? always try to totally. repeat over and over because this is actually something someone told us on Joag, like, three episodes in. Like, I forget what movie you're talking about. Can you just say the name again? <laughs> so I always try to say it totally. Repeatedly. Oh yeah, you're really you're really good at that, Corey. That was <laughs> yeah. happening for me the first few episodes, and you are like I mean it. It's Especially because you guys have such long in depth conversations about something, and I'm like yeah. on a run, and I'll miss the first thirty seconds yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, just keep saying, I it, love yeah. whatever they're talking about. Are they talking about this or that? Or yeah, so yep. that, it's super helpful. Which is yeah <laughs> another reason. I mean, when we spend two hours talking about one game, that's not an issue anyone who's ever listened to our pod has had before. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep that in mind going forward, too. Yeah. Just tell people there's timestamps at the beginning. Yeah. As always, if you like our show, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes and all the other places. And email us at momfpod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you really, really like or really, really hate or feel medium about the new, uh, the new setup, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I feel medium about it. I feel Helpful. medium. Keep doing it, I guess, if you want, or end it. How you doing, bud? Medium. Not medium. Medium. That's my go-to in, in therapy. I said that once with Hannah. She's like, how do you feel about this? And I think I've said it multiple times, so that's Hannah's go-to of like, Ben's just medium. It's fine. That's he medium. doesn't feel good about it or bad about it. He's figured out what he's feeling. Child of divorce. There's the two emotions, hungry and horny. And I'm not feeling either of them about yeah. this. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess... Nothing, I guess. I could eat, I guess. But, <laughs> I eat. but I'm mostly medium. There's, I could eat, and then I could eat. Wink. <laughs> I could eat. But I don't really want to work for it. <laughs> uh, and you can find us at menoflowmoralfiber.com. On Twitter, we are at MonthPod and Instagram, Facebook, email. Or email, we should probably say that one, is MonthPod at gmail.com. M-O-L-M-F-P-O-D at gmail.com. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash month, M-O-L-M-F. Uh, and always, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Thank you especially to David Botluck, our Patreon producer. Really could not do the show without him. Yes. Uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you made it this far, if anyone in the world made it this far into this episode, thank you. Yeah. Uh, as always, I have been Ben. I will be Jason. Here. And I am a mighty pirate. <laughs> and if it sucks, hit the bricks. Real nice. winners quit. Hit the bricks. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm a monster. Bye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>